Did you know Black and White Sports is the number one conservative sports entity on YouTube with over 35 million views? Make sure you subscribe here to the podcast available anywhere. Quality podcasts are available. Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Anchor, and Spotify, and many others. Hit subscribe now. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and White Sports fans, let's talk about the NFL. NFL season is going to be starting up here with training camp here in the next couple of weeks. Is Tom Brady going to win his eighth Super Bowl? Unprecedented. He's the GOAT. We all know that. Are the Dallas Cowboys going to make the NFL playoffs? So they're actually going to go to the Super Bowl now that Dak Prescott is coming back from that horrific ankle injury. Can the Chiefs recover from getting massacred in the Super Bowl? That is just some of the questions that we should be talking about this NFL season. But oh no. The talking point right now, we need to address this, is the wokeness in the NFL. We saw what went on last year during the NFL season, nailing for the national anthem, uh, social justice messaging in the end zones on the back of helmets. It was a disaster. The NFL had all-time low ratings. The NFL ratings were a disaster last season. And apparently now the NFL has not learned its lesson because now it is reported that the NFL is going to double down and do exactly what they did last season. The kneeling for the national anthem, I guess that's going to be back. But black national anthem, that's coming back. Social justice messaging messaging is now back. They're buying into the Black Lives Matter stuff. And boy, I got a lot to say about that. I really, really do. I don't know if I'm going to get all into it in this video, guys, but Roger Goodell apparently learned nothing from the NBA. Nothing. The NBA still hasn't really recovered. The ratings for the NBA finals now are still lower than in 2019. So we're going to be diving into all of this about the NFL, folks, in this video, guys. But first, make sure you guys head over to the Black and White Network store. Get you a stand up. 1776 shirt. This is an oldie, but a goodie. I'm rocking it right now because we actually like to stand for the national anthem. We don't like kneeling for the national anthem. And we're going to give you 21% off your purchase, folks, if you use the discount code LaChana Sucks, S-U-X, all one word. So let's get into it, guys. Here we go. NFL 2021 season will include Black National Anthem social justice messages again, according to reports. Now, this is via Fox News from Front Office Sports. It says here the Black National Anthem is reportedly set to return before NFL games for good starting in 2021. So last season was not a one off. They're going to play this. Every single game, I'm assuming, you know. And I'm pretty sure the players are going to stand up for the black national anthem, which is not even really the black national anthem because it was actually written for Abraham Lincoln. But I digress. Are the players going to stand for that and kneel for the actual national anthem? We'll have to see. It says lift every voice and sing was played before the start of week one games during the 2020 NFL season. 
And front office sports reported Wednesday, the NFL plans to make it a prominent part of big league events. Boy, they never learn. The NFL allows social justice phrases like in racism to be painted in the back of the team's end zones and players were able to honor victims of systemic racism and police violence last year. Front office sports reported the NFL plans on ratcheting up the messaging for the 2021 season. Oh my goodness. They have learned nothing. Nothing. We actually made videos on this last year, and this really blew up the channel a lot, especially with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers players, I'm going to make this quick. They had to put the name of Antoine Rose Jr. on the back of their helmets. This man was not a victim of systemic racism. This man was a cold, hard criminal. Was he shot by the police? Absolutely. And it was and he deserved it, unfortunately. No, it's unfortunate that he died, but he got what he deserved. He was a criminal and the players rebelled and they didn't want to put their put his name on the back of their helmets. Go ahead and check that video out if you you can actually find it. This is a disaster, a disaster. The NFL doubling down on lies. It says here, though, the national anthem is usually heard before early season games or some primetime games, the Super Bowl and the NFL draft. Lift Every Voice and Sing was played before Super Bowl for the Super Bowl this, um, this past year and the draft in April. The league made the decision to play Lift Every Voice and Sing before week one games last year in the midst of a summer of racial unrest across major metropolitan cities in the U.S. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell acknowledged the Black Lives Matter movement as well. Quote, we at the National Football League believe Black Lives Matter. I personally protest with you and I want want to be part of the much needed change in this country, he said in last year's video. Well, folks, what is Black Lives Matter doing now? They're out there praising the communist regime in Cuba. It was never about black lives. It was always about a communist, Marxist, Leninist, Maoist agenda. We've seen what's actually going on out there in Cuba. Is the NFL going to say something about the people in Cuba? Of course not. Of course not, because it doesn't affect their bottom line. This is nothing more than virtue signaling. Roger Goodell, what are you doing? But it goes on here. He says, without black players, there would be no National Football League. And the protests around the country are emblematic of the centuries of silence, inequality and oppression of black players, coaches, fans and staff. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. How are black players oppressed? Let me know that. What black player is oppressed? Probably can't even answer that. But he says, we're listening. I'm listening. And I will be reaching out to players who have raised their voices and others on how we can improve and go forward for a better and more unified NFL family. This is disgusting, folks. I'm absolutely disgusted here by the NFL. You even had the NFL last season apologizing to Colin Kaepernick, a man that was pro Castro. Pro 
communists. Is the NFL, are they pro-communists? Obviously they are. It seems like that to me. They're going to be doubling down and being more divisive and lying to people. Nobody wants to see this stuff. Unfortunately, we have to cover the NFL. But I'm pretty sure you guys, knowing our subscriber base here, you guys won't be watching. And you know what? It's the NFL's fault. They are so out of touch with everybody. Everybody. I mean, even the even the NBA didn't have the social justice messaging on the court this season. They really didn't even start kneeling for the national anthem, you know, until something else happened. They they weren't the NBA bubble. It was still bad. It was still bad enough to where fans didn't come back. Now, the NFL, they've already lost fans and not going to double down and not even try to make things right with the fans. Because the NFL is sending a message. If you do not agree with their agenda, folks, then you are the problem. That's what it is. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriance for Black and White Sports. Last year, there was an incident involving legendary broadcaster for Reds baseball and, back in the day, the Cubs, Tom Brenneman, who comes from a legendary broadcasting family. His father is Marty Brenneman. I grew up listening to both a lot. Now, Tom had worked himself up. He was with the Reds. And, of course, back in the day, he did WGN, Chicago Cubs baseball, something so many of us that are in our late 30s, early 40s, mid-40s, early 50s, we really grew up during that WGN era of Chicago Cubs baseball and, of course, hawking them on the White Sox. Uh, But Tom Brenneman last year was caught on an open mic making what was a homophobic slur. And then the fallout took over the planet. In fact, uh, those videos involving Tom Brenneman were partly videos that blew this channel up, okay? Uh, They got thousands and thousands and thousands of views. And, of course, look, myself and John Matrix didn't feel like that a simple mistake made into a hot mic should have been cause for cancellation. Well, the Reds canceled him anyway. They they eventually just fired Tom Brenneman, even though he, he came on, he apologized, It was what seemed like a heartfelt apology, in my opinion anyway, and they canceled him anyway. They got rid of him. There was outrage from the uh, 7% on Twitter. Social justice warriors lost their mind. There were Democrats in Cincinnati losing their mind, and Tom Brenneman, legendary broadcaster, ends ends up losing his gig. Well, the other day, Stephen A. Smith come out, And he made some comments. He made a comment about the best thing going in Major League Baseball right now is Shonae Otani, okay? Uh, He was in the Home Run Derby. 
He started the All-Star game. He pitches. He hits. And when he hits, he hits bombs. There's damn home runs that still ain't landed yet this year, okay? Well, Stephen A. Smith came out, made some comments on first take involving... Uh, it was an anti-Asian kind of kind of rhetoric, okay? He basically said, this Japanese ball player cannot be the face of the league because he is Asian. Americans won't accept him. Really? He was the He's the best thing going in baseball right now. With all the black eyes that baseball has taken this year, he is the only reason to tune in and watch Major League Baseball this year. He's a great story. He seems to be a great kid. And they're wildly stupid comments from Stephen A. Smith. I don't think anybody's confused about that. It's a dumbass comment. And then we've got some comments he made about Nigerians making fun of about how they talk. Not a great look, Stephen A., especially amongst the fact that ESPN, the, the roof is on fire right now over a diversity implosion over there involving, look, you brought it on yourself with all your woke narratives over in that ESPN building up in Bristol. Well, that's fine. Stephen A. came out on bended knee, as you would expect, and gave really a pathetic apology. Well, Marty Brenneman has come out and he has addressed Stephen A. Smith. Marty, again, is the legendary father of Tom Brenneman, the, the broadcaster that got fired. Like I said, Marty was a legendary broadcaster himself in Major League Baseball. Marty Brenneman to Stephen A. Smith. I only wish my son's employers had been as forgiving. Long-time Cincinnati Reds play-by-play announcer Marty Brenneman replied via Twitter to an apology Stephen A. Smith made on first take, showing support for Smith and adding that he wished his son's employers, quote, had been as forgiving. And this is, of course, I had to start today's show by apologizing to the Asian and Nigerian communities. Marty Brenneman tweeted at him, great apologies, young man. I only wish my son's employers had been as forgiving as yours. Your words and sincerity were heartfelt. Keep up the good work. Smith apologized to the Asian and the Asian-American communities after he suggested earlier that Major League Baseball can't market Shonei Otane because he uses an interpreter for most of his interviews. Incredibly dumb. But I don't think Stephen A. should be canceled for it either. ESPN Stephen A. Smith, I do not believe Tom Brenneman deserves to be fired. Well, Brenneman's son, Tom, resigned from his position as play-by-play announcer for the Reds and Fox Sports Ohio. This was last September, about one month after his on-air apology, which included a Nick uh, Caselio's home run call, and he apologized for using a homophobic slur during the Reds' uh, Royals broadcast. It was on a hot mic. It was right before they came back off a break. And he said something into the mic. Tom Brenneman appeared on the comedian Josh Potter's podcast earlier this month to discuss how he slowly come around to accept that people enjoy joking about the now famous, quote, drive into deep left field by Caselio's call he made. And I don't know exactly what that's about. But uh, the point is, he came out, Marty Brenneman did, and said it would have been nice if the Reds would have been a little bit more forgiving in Major League Baseball. There was a there was a time 
that when people made mistakes like this, that they were not canceled, okay? They were able to apologize and continue their careers doing what they were doing, okay? But if you go back and look at the fallout from that Tom Brenneman situation, he was getting hammered from city council members, people saying he's a bad reflection on the city of Cincinnati, People were calling the Brenneman family repugnant over the situation. I mean, everybody was getting hammered. Marty Brenneman was getting hammered because he's the father of Tom when Tom simply made a mistake. Okay? Uh, Stephen A. Smith just made a mistake. I didn't like what Stephen A. said because I thought it was a poor reflection on Americans being able to embrace diversity, you know, the non-forced variety of diversity, when it's forced, that's when I got a damn issue. Okay? Uh, so, he's right. He's right. It would have been nice if his employ- uh, uh, Tom Brenneman's employer would have been more forgiving. And the fact that he resigned from his position, that tells you, I can tell you from somebody that managed in the corporate world higher up, they probably forced him into resignation. Okay, they said you can resign and you won't have a firing on your resume or we'll fire your ass. That's generally how that works. Okay, so he was forced out and Marty Brenneman just essentially confirmed that. We got to do better as a culture, folks. I'm talking to you, all you wokey wokes that come through this sports channel and want to get triggered over everything that is said. We got to get back to being more forgiving as a culture when people simply make mistakes. Look what happened to Gina Carano, and I think it's very arguable that she said anything wrong. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Live. We are going to talk about what looks to be an American patriot in the Olympics. Whoa, that's quite a change from one Gwen Berry, who, of course, repugnantly turned away from the national anthem. While it was playing, turned away from the flag. It was embarrassing. All of a sudden, it became this massive story. Well, now we have an Olympic swimmer who is standing up and saying, it is my right to not get the vaccine. So much is out there being pushed for everybody to get this vaccine. And look, let the record show, if you choose to get the vaccine, good. If you choose not to get the vaccine, good. It's none of anybody's business what you decide. I don't think employers should be able to make decisions surrounding the vaccine. And I certainly don't think there should be things involving travel, competition, things like the Olympics. Oh, you have to get the vaccine. No. Going door to door, banging on people's door to find out if they're vaccinated. No. We're, that's starting to feel an awful lot like other countries from other times, okay? And uh, let it be known who is leading that campaign. 
creeper, Joe, okay? Uh, so, and we don't really get into politics too much on this channel, but you get the point. Very quickly, before we get started, I could not be more proud to uh, introduce to you one of our sponsors, My Patriot Supply, and let's get to that from Mr. John Matrix. Go, Matrix. First, here's a word from today's sponsor. Friends, I'm very concerned about food shortages coming to America. No, not local or short-lived shortages. I'm talking about a national food shortage that will affect everyone, everywhere, for a very long time. Would you be ready if that happened? Probably not. That's why I urge you to get some long-term storage emergency food from my friends at My Patriot Supply. They're the original Patriot Survival Company. Over the past decade, they've served millions of American families like yours. Their mission is your survival. And right now, you can save 25% on a four-week kit of emergency food that will save the day. Probably soon. This four-week kit has a wide variety of delicious food that provides over 2,000 calories per day. The right amount for optimum survival. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com so you can claim your four-week emergency food kit and save 25% in the process. Order a tasty starter kit for each member of your family, and they will ship everything quickly and discreetly to your door. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. And I can tell you right now that my Patriot Supply Place has got a water filter uh, that is really awesome. Uh, it filters out your drinking water. And, for example, if you decide to have a rainwater collection system or something like that, it's one of the things you can put with your other filters to do your drinking water, okay? And uh, that's something. I've got a new channel coming um, that will chronicle. We're, we're doing the tiny house thing, me and my significant other, and we're going off-grid. Solar, rainwater collection, it's going to be great. And that will be one of the products that we will buy as part of that journey, okay? Uh, so... Make sure you go over, check them out, and get you something. Get you one of those uh, packs of food right there. Uh, let's get to this story. U.S. Olympic swimmer claims he's representing America's freedoms by refusing the vaccine. You absolutely are, you American patriot. Last week, organizers of the Tokyo Olympics announced fans would be barred from the games after the city declared a coronavirus state of emergency. And guys, let me tell you, before, right before they did that, right before Tokyo did that, I noticed an increase in cases of all of, I think it was like 200 to 300 cases in one week. Are you kidding me with that many people over there? And they're going into a declaration of emergency over that. Okay. Uh, despite the risk, some athletes are choosing to attend summer games without being vaccinated. One of those athletes is U.S. swimmer Michael Andrew. After public, publicly stating he plans to compete at the Tokyo Olympics unvaccinated, Andrew joined Stuart Varney on Fox Business to discuss his decision. I'm an elite athlete. Everything we take and put in our body is very calculated. You know, with the period going on into Olympic trials, I didn't want to risk any time out of the pool, he told Varney and company. 
the fact that the effectiveness of the vaccine is lower than the risk of me getting COVID, I just realized it wasn't quite necessary. Wasn't smart on my part in terms of preparation going into the games, the swimmer said. Varney reminded Andrew that without the vaccine, he still faces the risk of getting COVID, which could deny the gold medal favorite an opportunity at competing altogether. He said, that's a risk I'm willing to take. Obviously, there's a fear involved and there's nerves behind the decision. And it's something I don't take lightly, Andrew answered. But I'm grateful for the freedoms I have as an American getting to represent the greatest country on earth, going to the games, not only unvaccinated, but as an American, I'm representing my country in multiple ways and freedoms we have to make that decision. Even though he believes he's representing his country's freedoms, many Americans are unhappy with Andrew's decision. According to the Olympic swimmer, in addition to support, he's received plenty, plenty of backlash. This is the first time I really received, I guess, like hate messages kind of things. It's been pretty interesting. Boy, it's amazing how the party of the brave and stunning and courageous who supposedly wants you to accept everybody can be so unaccepting. Isn't that odd? I find that pretty odd. Uh, so it's pretty damn hypocritical, but let's be real. Uh, what, what else do you expect? Look, I've got no problems that this guy wants to go unvaccinated. Why? Because it's his decision. You remember this phrase, my body, my decision. Yeah. Same thing. Hate to break it to you. It is the same thing. I'm so tired of people believing it is their business to get in your business and tell you what you need to do in your personal bubble. And that's part of the problem here. It's a personal bubble issue. Get out of it. Okay. Get out of it. But before we forcibly take you out of it, do not get in the bubble. All right. Uh, it's your decision. And I love the fact that this guy's not being quiet. He's being vocal. We know we need more members of Hollywood and, and sports members to come out and be like, you know what? I'm not comfortable doing it, so I'm just not going to do it. I got a, I, another, another hats off. Sam Darnold, quarterback for the Panthers. Josh Allen has said, mm, I'm not so sure. There's a couple of other. Uh, Cole Beasley's another one, the wide receiver for the Bills. Montez Sweat, Washington football team has said he's not comfortable getting it. And if you're not comfortable getting the jab, don't do it. Okay? So, uh, tell me what you think, Black and White Live fans. I know this is a little bit different video, but uh, I wanted to put it over here on the live channel. Tell me what you think. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and White Sports fans, I do not believe in excuses. I believe in results, not excuses. So when Team USA basketball team loses to Nigeria, loses to Australia, now they did end up winning by 20 points uh, yesterday against um, Argentina, but still they lost two games. They were 0-2 in competition. I would never, 
ever make an excuse for losing to Nigeria or Australia. It's just not going to happen, folks. But Kevin Durant, he gave a response. He gave an excuse for losing those two games. And guys, maybe it's just a different era right now. I can't imagine a great player in another era making excuses for losing an international competition. When, Especially, you know, when the United States has all of the best players in the world. But Kevin Durant, who's supposed to be the best player in international competition, and it's not even close. He has a ready-made excuse, folks. This is pathetic. I, I never believed that Kevin Durant was mentally mentally tough anyway, because this is a man that blew a 3-1 lead to the Golden State Warriors and then jumped ship to that 73-win team. And he got two titles, but I, my respect for him really didn't go up at all. It didn't. So, so we're going to be diving into all of what Kevin Durant had to say, folks, in this video, guys. But first, here's a message from today's sponsor. Friends, I'm very concerned about food shortages coming to America. No, not local or short-lived shortages. I'm talking about a national food shortage that will affect everyone, everywhere, for a very long time. Would you be ready if that happened? Probably not. That's why I urge you to get some long-term storage emergency food from my friends at My Patriot Supply. They're the original Patriot Survival Company. Over the past decade, they've served millions of American families like yours. Their mission is your survival. And right now, you can save 25% on a four-week kit of emergency food that will save the day. Probably soon. This four-week kit has a wide variety of delicious food that provides over 2,000 calories per day, the right amount for optimum survival. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com so you can claim your four-week emergency food kit and save 25% in the process. Order a tasty starter kit for each member of your family, and they will ship everything quickly and discreetly to your door. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. All right, guys, it says here, Kevin Durant on Team USA's struggles. The stars were kind of a line for us to lose early. Really, Kevin Durant? Oh, my goodness, guys. So let's dive into this article here on Yahoo Sports. In Las Vegas, you know, they lost these games in Las Vegas, folks. Think about that on their home soil. And they got booed off the court. Against, um, I believe it was Nigeria, they got booed off the court. Yep. But anyway, it says here, Team USA men's basketball has been a subject of scrutiny for the last five days with the basketball community expressing its enormous disappointment in a team getting off to an unprecedented 0-2 exhibition start ahead of the Olympics in Tokyo. Meanwhile, Kevin Durant, the face of Team USA, is just chilling in his hotel suite and area resort and casino. He says, I'm doing fine. Myself, Durant told Yahoo Sports, I haven't really left my room with the health and safety protocols we're following. Not really watching much NBA Finals basketball. I'm just out here to hoop, stay safe, and get better. The shit people are saying doesn't, doesn't bother me. It's all about context. Team USA lost a shocker to Nigeria, 90-87, to in the friendly opener on Saturday and followed that up with a 91 to 83 stunning loss to Australia two days later. 
before facing Nigeria. Team USA was 54-2 in exhibition since 1992. They were finally able to get off the snide on Tuesday in routing Argentina 108-80. Now, what's missing here in this uh, lost Australia, folks? Team USA blew a 10-point lead. A 10-point lead. They blew it and they lost by 8 points. That is an 18-point turnaround, folks. It says head coach Greg Popovich has only been able to muster up a little under a handful of practices since training camp began last week. Durant said the reason he's unfazed by the slow start is because he knew what the team would would be up against once camp kicked off. Of course, here comes the excuses, folks. Here it comes. Quote, we're a team that's still coming together and trying to find our identity. Durant told Yahoo Sports. We have so many great players that you can play so many different ways. And we are indecisive at times on defense and offense. In the midst of us figuring it out, these teams are established and they're running their sets. We're working on our sets. The stars were kind of aligned for us to lose early on. There you go, folks. But he's not done there. He also says, it's easy to say that after two losses, it's easy to say that after two losses without any context, Durant tells Yahoo Sports. Let's just go down the roster of each team and you can find the answer. If you're looking for NBA talent, those teams have talent, have it, I should say. Understand where we at as this team, as a team, and then you can make assumptions for yourself. We do. We do have all the best players in the league, but these national teams have NBA players too, who are now number one options, and they're used to playing that international role, that role internationally. We're still adjusting as a team, and that's not making excuses. There's a lot of context people need to understand. We didn't expect to lose a game, but losing games happens. We'll get it right. Wow, Kevin Durant. So he's making an excuse that these these uh, teams they're losing to have NBA players. Well, folks, guess what? Nigeria ranked number 22 in the FIBA basketball rankings. They were not supposed to be a threat whatsoever. Kevin Durant. Team USA ranked number one. And I believe there's supposed to be like a huge gap between number one and number two. You lost to a team. That is no threat to win a gold medal. And then you follow that up with a loss to Australia, Australia, where you had a 10 point lead and you lost by eight. But you said the stars are pretty much aligned. Yeah, the stars were kind of aligned for us to lose early. Can you imagine any other superstar in any other era, folks, saying the words that Kevin Durant just said? Can you imagine Michael Jordan? And we haven't really played together. Um, so I guess it's OK, you know, that we lose to Nigeria. Team USA going into that game against Nigeria had never lost to a team from Africa. Now, I know that those uh, that the Nigerian team has NBA players, but they don't have no all stars. The U.S. team is loaded. And you guys allowed Nigeria to shoot 20 of 42 from three-point land. 
Kevin Durant got his dunk blocked. That never happens in the NBA. It happened in that game against Nigeria. Team USA is definitely not a lock whatsoever for a gold medal. I don't even know if they're a, they're a lock for a bronze at this point. I really don't. Even though they, you know they blew out, they blew out Argentina by twenty. That should have happened to Nigeria. Nigeria, even with NBA players, should not be within twenty points of Team USA. Let's just be real about it. Kevin Durant is pretty pathetic with these excuses here. You know, he just is. This is just pathetic, folks. This is really, really pathetic. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.